0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Eyes on the Ride podcast. I'm your host, Amy, and this is the podcast that uncovers all of the things purposely hidden in plain sight by the secret societies, the occultists, Hollywood, and the mystery religions of old, then ties them back to scripture to understand the real truth behind them. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Lahaina Fires, and um, just kind of what's going on on a grander scale, a global scale, in my opinion, what I think is going on, and how this relates to some astrological events like the 8-8 Lions Portal, and also just kind of these elite agendas that move into these ideas of do direct energy weapon technology, as well as these 15-minute cities that the elites of the world are trying to push us into... um, in the future. And so I'm going to try to unpack this a little bit today and hopefully leave you guys with some thoughts to research on your own. Um, my heart goes out to everyone in Lahaina, in Maui, who are affected by these fires. And, um, you know, these are real events that affect real people. And I think we need to have the forefront and the mindset of that, that we need to have this human compassion for those that are affected and know that we're praying for you. Prayer is powerful. And so, I want to start with that because I don't want to be insensitive to the fact that there aren't real people that are impacted by this. And you know, that's kind of a great place to start. With all of these tragedies and events that the elitists around the world, um, I believe many of them are manufactured and um, created. Order out of chaos is this occultic mantra that they believe in, according to Aleister Crowley. And out of this chaos comes their order. And essentially down the line, it's going to be their new world order that they're pushing towards. But I think it's important to understand that like 9-11, like some of the hurricanes and the, the earthquake in Haiti, people are really impacted by these things. This is, and not to sound insensitive, but in these elitist eyes, this is what makes it um, more easy to accept. It It seems more real, right? And then that way you're like, well, this wasn't, this wasn't formulated, this wasn't fabricated, real people died. Yes, absolutely. And it's like I always say there, it's very multifaceted in, in their approach in these things. Um, real people do die, real people are affected. And this is not only part of making it look more real in the eyes of the public, but it is also part of their sacrificial system that they've set this world up on. And that's just a biblical fact with that because we know biblically speaking that there's life in the blood and the first murder goes all the way back to Cain and Abel when he murdered his brother and his blood literally cried out from the ground. And so when we look at these events, like the um, what happened in Maui, we have to understand that although this could have been a fabricated um, event, a fabricated uh, catastrophe and disaster There are still people who are real, obviously, right, that are being affected by this. And so I wanted to kind of set the stage with that. And I think that's fairly basic for most of you listening. Yes, okay, you can wrap your head around that. Um, But when you start to look into things like school shootings and things like that, we have to understand that there are actors, crisis actors, they call them, but there are also real people that, that die. And there are real people in the upper echelons of society that are running this world that are pulling strings, so to speak, to create these types of tragedies to perpetuate multiple things, multiple agendas. It's not only fear, but to evoke this emotion of fear in the public, but it's also to push forward agendas that they have. Climate change is a big one in relation to the Lahaina fires. Um, And just to note, Lahaina wasn't the only place in Maui that had fires. In fact, there were, I believe, Kihei as well had some fires. Um, So it wasn't just Lahaina, but Lahaina in and of itself was just desolated. It was annihilated. It was like an apocalypse. And we're going to get into that today. So I wanted to set the stage with that, though. I wanted you guys to to understand the, the education and the mindset of these people in the world. It's not linear. It's complex, and it's interwoven. And there are multiple outcomes that take place from these um, agendas and disasters that they create in the world. Now, do, are some of these disasters natural? Absolutely. I do believe that there are some still <laughs> natural disasters, right? Like we can't pinpoint everything to these people and their heart methods and do technology, etc. We've got to understand that there are going to be some natural disasters that are still involved. However, we have to come to an understanding that they have the technology to create earthquakes, tidal waves. Um, weather patterns, fires, all sorts of what we deem as natural disasters—they can create that man-made disasters. And I think the perfect example of that was in Haiti. And um, I do believe that that earthquake was manufactured. And in fact, there was a president, I believe, from uh, South America—I can't remember—Venezuela, one of those, one of those countries we're talking about how the United States had manufactured using harp technology, that earthquake to capitalize on that country of Haiti, um, in that region specifically for multiple, um, agendas. So this is a lot of information and it may be new to some of you guys. If you haven't listened to the podcast I did about the world on fire, alchemy and bail And the forest fires that were part of government documentation using forest fires as a weapon. um, This is very real that and this is something that we have to kind of break the paradigm in our mind and start to understand that this is happening on a world level. But we are going to end the podcast with hope and what we can do personally and for our community as well. So let's kind of jump in. Most of you have seen the pictures online of the Lahaina fires and I personally have been there at least 5 or 6 times over my lifetime and it was such a historic downtown you know very um prime real estate though so to speak and as these as these fires started mind you from the articles that I've read they still don't really know how these fires started however they said the hurricane winds um from hurricane Dora perpetuated these fires and created a a firestorm of sorts. Now, that could very well be true. And so we're not going to discount that. And I'm not going to specifically discount that on this podcast, because I really want you guys to think, you know, um, don't listen to what I have to say, and take it as truth, necessarily without considering it and doing your own research, because that's what got us into this mess in the first place. You guys, we've been listening to the news. We've been propping up people in our society, whether it be celebrities or politicians, athletes, musicians, artists, right? Even social influencers. I I don't want to discount that. There are social influencers who are propped into position, whether by the, the people in the know or not. And they're feeding you information, and because you might like them, or they have a like a trendy-looking account or a clickbaity account, you're taking their truth, their word as truth, and we just can't fall back into that pattern. So look at it on a grander scale test what i'm saying test what people are saying do your own research and and pray about it ask god to show you what what is really going on here what do i do now with this information because we don't want to get all of this information in our minds right and then be hopeless and despondent and fearful that's not the purpose here guys the purpose is to take information weed out the junk bring in the stuff that helps us navigate this life a little bit better turn it over to god and and keep going so Going back to the fires, these fires started and they started on 8-8. Now, 8-8 is called the Lions Gate Portal. And this is this idea of um, you know, you, you can look it up. It's it's all based on astrology, and we're gonna touch a little bit on the mindset these people have in terms of worshiping the stars, worshiping creation, right? This has been happening since antiquity, and in fact, all of this goes back to the mystery religions. The mystery religions are those ancient religions that were based out of the old testament you know you read about babylon you read about egypt you read about mesopotamia mesopotamia and you see all these ugaritic texts and sumerian texts talking about these kind of pagan gods and such this has been going on since the beginning of time since genesis 6 the fallen angels came down gave this kind of secret knowledge to mankind and and thus ensued this idea of this creation worship and by creation, I mean everything created, right? We can even worship celebrities who are a creation, they are humans that were created. And so we've got to shift our perspective back to worshiping the creator and not worshiping the creation. So so the Lionsgate portal, we're going to touch on this, but let's talk about what astrology is astrology is defined as a study of the movements and r- relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world so using astrology to kind of create or influence things that happen in the physical right and astrology is much different than astronomy they're, they're two different things so you don't want to confuse the two um astrology is something spoken of frequently in the Bible. In fact, in Isaiah 47:13 it says Let now the astrologers, those who prophesy by the stars, those who predict by the new moons, stand up and save you from what will come upon you. Behold, they have become like stubble, fire burns them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There will be no coal to warm by, nor a fire to sit by. And in this context in Isaiah, it's talking about people putting their trust in astrology putting their trust trust in astrologers and divination and when you look up this word in in the Hebrew which I encourage you all to do as you're studying um, to get the real context of what's going on here um you look at this idea as using again um the heavenly host the 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 stars the moon you know that God created so in in essence they're not bad but it's what you do with them right are you putting special emphasis on them and in fact many historians and um, theologians do believe that stars are part of the heavenly host, that they can be angels of sorts and heavenly um, heavenly bodies. Okay, So we even see that in Job and other parts of the Bible, even in Revelation, where it says in Revelation 12, 4, his tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And so it's this idea of Satan kind of sweeping down these fallen angels of sorts these entities these kind of celestial bodies um i would really encourage you guys to do a deep research into that because i'm not going to touch on that much in this podcast but you know it is it is very interesting how the bible speaks of the heavenly host how it speaks of stars um how it speaks of angels and unless you really come to an understanding of what these hebrew and greek words mean And there's great books by Dr. Michael Heiser and others that really delve into this, but I myself am still really trying to study this and understand it for my own. But why I touch on this is because it goes back to this Lion Gates portal. And once you understand that these elitists of the world are using this kind of ancient mystery religion of of worshiping the stars, the sun and the moon, this is what everything is based off of. So in its simplistic form, if you can just look at it that way, this is why certain events, are happening in my opinion, or and, and others believe this as well. This is why a lot of these events happen during certain times of the year, based on either numerology, gematria, or certain celestial events. And Lions Gate happens to be one of them. Now, let me just kind of try to share with you a little bit about what Lions Gate is. Lions Gate was on 8 8. Now, mind you, this is when the Lahaina fire started in Maui, and so this idea of the Lions Gate portal. Um, here's kind of a brief description of it, according to an article that I found online. So it says, what is the Lionsgate portal? According to Western astrology, Leo season lasts from July 23rd until August 22nd. And then on August 8th, 8, 8 the sun, Sirius, the brightest star in the sky, Orion, Orion, and earth completely aligned with each other the Lionsgate gate portal refers to a period of days before and after from july 28th until august 12th when the power of sirius is believed to be activated by the sun now to the ancient Egyptians, sirius was seen as this embodiment of the agricultural goddess sopdet and connected with the annual rising of the flooding of the nile responding for their survivals. In later civilizations, the Greek and Romans noticed that Sirius, which they consider the dog star, began to rise alongside the sun in late July. They believed that the united ascent of these two stars, side by side, made for the hottest time of year. Okay, this is where we get this idea of the dog days of summer. This is where it comes from, right? We always say on here, It comes from somewhere, right? I know you guys are like hearing me say this all the time, but these things just don't arise out of nowhere. They are all based on these ancient Egyptian, Sumerian, Babylonian type mystery religions. And this is what our society is based upon because who is in charge of our society? It's these elitists. It's this upper echelon of globalists that are pushing these agendas on certain days and pushing these events. So It's important to note, it says, though the dog days and the Lion's Gate portal are not the same, even though they happen simultaneously and focus on Sirius as a key factor. The dog days are based on ancient philosophy and astrology, whereas the Lion's Gate is a more recent tradition, which harkens back to similar roots. Okay, this is that idea here. So the fire started on this day, Um, it ties into the helical rising. And it ties into this flooding of the Nile, like I just read. So all important now. From other from other points that I've read, this this last this dog days last this article said something different, but I've seen July third through August eleventh, and so in between that is this eight eight lions portal. Now eight eight or eighty eight is very significant in the cult. When you look at eighty eight. It is the analima. What is the analima? The Analema is the movement that the sun and the moon make. Okay, the sun and the moon move in a figure eight um, formation. And I've done a few posts on this on my Instagram page. But when you look at the way it moves, it ties into time travel. And when you look at Um, Movies like Back to the Future, Um, it's that number 88 that's always there. It also ties into Donald Trump. Um, There's some symbology there with the 88 as well. And so it ties into this idea of movement of the sun and the moon. Again, going back to worshiping the creation, right? So it it, it makes sense that they would be utilizing this day 88 as a portal. Now, they say it's good luck. But when you look at and you look at different articles, and you look at different people that are involved in this, it's actually a kind of bad luck thing. Um, it's really this idea of something happening and using and manifesting this, this idea of um, a, a portal. And, and that's what it says here. So just to touch on a little bit of 88, just a little bit more, you see this idea of HH because H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Now, HH, that should bring your mind back to the um, Nazi days, right? You have HH, and you can probably assume what that means. Um, So you've got this idea of Hail Hitler, and um, moving into that idea, it's all interconnected. Um, It's based on this kind of astrological signs and stuff like that. So moving into this idea of the Sirius. Now I wanted to touch on this a little bit because it's very important. It ties into what I believe America is, is literally built as a modern day Egypt. Now, why do I say that? I mean, if any of you have done research on some of the land points, um, the landmarkings and such throughout like Washington DC and really all over the United States but if you look at DC you see all of these you know obelisks and stuff like that um and you start to see come some of this Egyptian type architecture archaeology things of that sort built into America and you even see like the Nile River you see Memphis um Memphis, Egypt, which is also related to Memphis, Tennessee, right? So there's a lot of tie-ins and overlap from Egypt built into the United States. And even if you go to Washington, Washington, D.C. and you look up at the rotunda, you will see some of the presidents um, seated around Greek deities. And it's all intertwined here um, as you kind of look at the history of America and you look at the history of just some of the points that have been created as landmarks of our country it's really interesting how it ties into the ancient mystery religions now the five-pointed star is a serious star and something interesting that just to tie into these globalists utilizing the constellations and astrology and stuff to formulate some of their agendas is they give you subtle clues. And the clues can tie into gematria, numerology, it can tie into certain dates and times during the year, full moons, um, things of, of that nature. But on 9-11, which I do believe was an inside job, and it was a, f- a fabricated event to bring about many agendas, um, one of which was a mass sacrifice. Um, 9-11, there was a The news said that there was one dog that died, a search and rescue dog that died, okay? And this dog that died was named Sirius. And so again, it ties back into the dog star, the dog Sirius, and um, it all kind of ties together. And they use these words and these types of events to tie in what they really believe. And if you kind of have the eyes to see, and you kind of understand some of the the history of this stuff, you'll start to see it everywhere. And you'll start to see it in the news and in the words that they say, etc. Going back to um, something that I missed that I wanted to mention was the fact that the number of the number between these kind of helical rising and um, these dog days is 40 days. And again, this ties back to a biblical number, right? We see Jesus in the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights. The um, You see that, the, that it rained in Noah's Ark, 40 days and 40 nights. And so 40 is a biblical number as well. And so I think that we need to kind of be sensitive to these things also, because people will argue that there are some of these ancient writings that are older than the bible and i would argue back and say the bible is the oldest based on not only extra biblical texts like josephus and tacitus and other um ancient writings but because of archaeology that's been found because of manuscripts that have been that have been found and we can't forget the dead sea scrolls that literally are word for word many of these books that were written in the old testament so With that in mind, just think about how a lot of these and well all of these ancient religions were built off of something. What we see today was built off of something. And the foundation and the baseline is a Bible. And they've just taken and twisted it to their own to their own way, you know, to to deceive and to be deceived, essentially. So a couple of other interesting things that I noted when researching for this was during this dog days of summer, there was um, in 1977, in uh, August of 10th of 1977 was the son of Sam killings. And the son of Sam was a guy who was in a satanic cult, who was a serial killer, and he was hearing voices from a dog. Okay, so just based on everything that I've told you about the dog days of summer, the the serious um the serious dog star you can see how it ties into the sun of sam you know you have the sun which is what they they worship and they you know utilize as part of this astrology but you've also got the dog and during the dog days of summer where you see the Sirius star is its brightest and this is kind of the idea of what they worship and i do believe that um that serial killers were part of a mind control experiment. I really do believe that. And perhaps I'll get into that in an, in a future episode. But it's really quite interesting. And when you see serial killers like the son of Sam, and then you start to relate the dog star to this, it's during the dog days of summer, you can't really deny that there's some interesting clues pointing out here with the tie-ins. And it, once you see it, it's like you can't unsee it because it's all so tied together, right? So did you know the CIA or other three letter agencies utilize this man, the son of Sam, to carry out sacrificial murders and such during this time that is an ancient time of sacrifice and portals and you know and energy rising, so to speak, to carry out something even more sinister for the people in the know? I would say yes, I would definitely say yes. So let's go back now to the fires. And if you guys remember in the previous podcast I did, I do believe because we are in the year of the water rabbit, I do believe that part of this is alchemical magic. And when we look at alchemical magic, you have the elements of water and fire, earth and air, and then you have spirit as the fifth one. But what I talked about in that one episode is the alchemical magic of the water and the fire. And why do I think this is important? Because they're they're opposites, okay? And when you think about what these people do it's all about duality it's the yin and the yang okay it's the black and the white of freemasonry it's the male and the female and it all ties into these opposites and so when you look at the lahaina maui fires you start to see the water is right there but you also see the fire and because we are in this chinese astrology year of the water rabbit we've seen so much water imagery have we not if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go on my Instagram page, Eyes on the Right 4.0, and start looking at some of this stuff that I've been posting. It's been all scattered throughout, not only the news media, but also celebrities. You've seen celebrities like Taylor Swift diving into swimming pools Um and others like that and so even Beyonce in Dubai she had water splashed on her um, utilizing the water as an idea of alchemical magic and the opposite of water is fire and so fire in occult magic is this idea of basically it's like dissolving dissolve right so you dissolve and then you rebuild and This goes back to even 9-11. You dissolve the two towers to rebuild the one tower. It's order out of chaos. And once you understand how these people think, it really isn't too far-fetched because because the way their their lens is, is not a biblical lens. It's an occultic lens. It's a mystery religion lens, which is all steeped back to the ancient mysteries of Egypt and Babylonia and all of those that I've mentioned. So you look at the two sides of this elemental magic and you see out of fire comes rebirth. It's this idea of the Phoenix rising out of the ashes. And when you look at this idea and you look at Lahaina, I mean, it was literally annihilated. It looks like an apocalyptic um, scene. And when you have this kind of stuff happen, you know, and there's no turning back. In fact, like I said in the beginning, my heart goes out to everyone impacted by this because these are real events, whether they're fabricated or a natural disaster, real people die, real people are affected, real people need our prayers. And so I don't want to discount that or be insensitive to that. But when you look at it from an elitist lens, this is high real estate property, this is an area that probably was real estate that they would want. The elitists I'm talking about, globalists, right? They would want for their own. I mean, when you look at some of the, um, when you look at some of the people that own property, even on um, the Hawaiian Islands, like Oprah owns property on uh, Maui. She owns about, I think, two thousand acres on Maui, and so of course we see Oprah down in the mix, trying to give away, being helpful, which that's great. Oprah describes herself as a philanthropist, but I want to spin another side to you guys about these people that deem themselves as philanthropists. Just to give you an idea, Bill Gates says he is a philanthropist. And they have this dualism of appearing good by day and being somebody completely different at night. And, And we have to wrap our minds around this. Just because they're portraying themselves as good people does not mean that they aren't somebody else at night. And you guys are going to be really really shocked when you hear some of the upcoming interviews that I've done um, with one person who was raised in a bloodline Illuminati family and he wow it's it's gonna blow your guys's mind so I digress I'm just excited to share that with you all but when you look at these people this is part of how this operates in the world system It's called Janus programming so you've got one face, by day and one face by night so to speak and you can research that a little bit more but this is part of it and so philanthropy is just a guise it's it's a front for them it's it's a way for them to do good deeds but also do their nefarious deeds to balance it out right it's all about this dualism it's all about the balance this is why you're seeing androgyny today the mixing of the genders it's because they're balancing out the opposites And when you start to understand it on a deeper spiritual level from their lens, you start to understand why this is happening. This isn't just them, you know, wanting depopulation, although that is part of it. This is part of a deeper, more sinister, more spiritually driven plan. And duality is a big part of this. So back to this idea with Oprah. Oprah is always on the scene when emergency rises. And I saw a new light to Oprah probably about six or seven years ago. And I've talked quite a bit on my podcast about her and shared a lot about her on my page. But she took a turn at some point. She took a turn um, as her fame grew, as her level of popularity grew, something shifted in her. And whether she was raised for this position in the system, which happens all the time, they're picked out they're groomed they're raised Um, she came from a line of abuse as far as i know um again christianity is always involved with these people and then they turn from it and this is part of the idea here and we're going to delve more into that in the interview i was talking about but with oprah she was right on the scene with sean penn in haiti right there alongside him right there alongside bono of you two and guys these people are not who they say they are um I have firsthand experience in Haiti, as I've shared with you guys many times, and I've talked to the people there. And I I understand it from a different lens. And we can't forget about the Clintons and their involvement in Haiti and their close ties to Oprah and to Obama and to all these people. They're all birds of a feather. They all come together and they are doing these nefarious things under the guise of helping because this is how they work. This is how they operate. It's a magic trick, essentially, because they're trying to get you to um, look at them in a different light when in fact, you know, the right hand doesn't know what the left is doing. And this is this idea here of um, what Oprah, I believe, is doing. And of course, we can't forget she was tied to John of God, who had a baby breeding farm um this Brazilian spiritualist surgeon that I mentioned last podcast but you know she she has some pretty bad ties and I want you guys to keep that in mind as we move forward because some of these billionaires other billionaires that are you know have property on the island are Jeff Bezos Oprah Winfrey like I said Jimmy Buffett um and other other major billionaires um Peter Thiel and Let's see, this is the place they want to go. This is where this is where they want to live. And so was there something more nefarious going on for them burning down Lahaina? Was this prime real estate? So guess what? They can come in, you know, they can come in with a clean slate. And now there's just this, you know, imminent domain to do whatever they want to do. And we can't forget zuckerberg and larry ellison larry ellison is a billionaire who owns um lanai and so larry ellison owns lanai and he is associated you know tom cruise elon musk um, former israel prime minister ben- benjamin Net- netanyahu have all come and spent time at lanai and we have to understand that these people are operating on a whole different level. And Larry Ellison is an owner of Lanai um Island. So going back to this idea, why did they do this? You know, the the it's a clean slate. I've listened to many, I would say at least five people, firsthand accounts on the island. Um, many of the people that I've listened to, it was a TikTok or TikTok or Instagram videos, have said there's something more to this, there's, there's, this is not what it appears to be. It's not what the news media is saying it is, there's more to this. In fact, one guy said that um, he said he's lived on the island for nine years. And he said that this real estate of um, Lahaina has been highly coveted by these people to start building you know, infrastructure and things that they want for themselves, high rises, whatever. And I've even seen the idea of 15 minute cities getting thrown around to kind of implement these ideas. So what is a 15 minute city? Well, a 15 minute city is an urban planning concept in which most daily necessities and services like shopping, working, education, etc. leisure can easily be rich, reached by a 15 minute walk or bike ride from any point in the city. And so Imagine if all major cities, okay, this happened in Lahaina, but imagine, you guys, just for a moment, if this simultaneously happened all across the world, let's just, let's stick with the United States, all across the country in major cities, Los Angeles, New York, Dallas, um, you know, Colorado, Denver, imagine these major events happening simultaneously what that would do to a society. Now the grid went down for these people in Lahaina and so they have no way of communicating, the communication. I mean they're in the dark. So there goes your Teslas, right? You can't drive your electric car. In fact, there was really one way in and one way out um on this road in Lahaina, and so many people jumped in the ocean and one of the gals that I saw who lived there said that she think it's thinks it's upwards of hundreds of people that have died, maybe even more. And so this is this is crazy. I mean These people will not stop at anything to create their agendas and plans of what they do. So back to these 15-minute cities, if you have this kind of thing happen all over the country, say, in major cities, what is that going to do to the populace? You can't call 911. Nobody is coming for you. You can't rely on your cell phone. You can't rely on your electric car. This is where we have to say, okay, God, give us wisdom, give us discernment. We don't get freaked out. But we do have an action plan set in place in case something does happen. And I I don't want to be a doomsayer. And I'm not that kind of person at all. But I, I do believe that we should be prepared in some way, have a little extra food, have a little extra water, have a way to communicate that isn't based on your cell phone. Have an action plan with the people that you love. You know, what happens if I can't call you or communicate? You know, what do we do? Um, Even just a basic one, you guys, um, that will be helpful because some of these things are, I believe, going to increase over the years. And I think we need to be smart. Even Noah prepared, right? He prepared. He built the ark. He warned people. But he had to prepare for the day that the heavens opened up and the bottoms, you know, of the of the oceans, the the fountains of the deep broke up, and it flooded on the earth. So we've got to prepare as best as we can to p- perhaps endure something like this. And I think these the type of events are warning signs to us as a public to do a little bit more, have a little extra water, have an action plan. And we can't forget Paradise City, California, where some of these similar burn patterns like Lahaina happened and I'm going to get into the do the direct energy weapons but California Paradise City had similar incinerations of cars and buildings that looked just like apocalyptic and then you'd have other homes that were standing uh pretty much just untouched and I know this can happen I know this can happen in fire so I don't want to discount that and I don't want to be pushed into this idea of, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. In fact, I don't want to be labeled that. I I think that a lot of these things are just critical thinking, and really questioning the narrative that they've always been giving us. So I really think of myself as a critical thinker. And um, I hope that you guys are too. So when you look at California City, or Paradise City, sorry, in California, you see this idea, and you see similar pictures as what happened in Lahaina. And also Australia, similar things happened in Australia with the fires and such. And a lot more people are thinking that there's something more nefarious going on with the government and what they're doing to push their agendas. So there was even a picture of a dew type laser that looked like it was coming down not only in Paradise City, but also in um, Maui. So I can't validate those obviously we can't because there's so many deep fakes and so much deception out there just on social media and with pictures they can alter them so that's why we need god even more you guys we need that discernment from the holy spirit um so what are what are dues Doos are direct energy weapons these are lasers they cause fires there's u.s patents for them this isn't a conspiracy theory they are legit and so we've got to understand that this stuff does happen um in fact like i said In the 1970s, there was a government government documents that were disclosed about using forest fires as weapons as weapons for the military. And I do believe that they do that. I believe that they spray chemicals in the air and on the on the trees to help them become more flammable. Um, I can't I don't want to claim that I understand it all because I don't I really don't I just know that there's something not right. And we've got to have this understanding as a community that not everything that we that we see is what it seems. And this is part of why I believe Hollywood was instituted is this idea of really getting into this fantasy world of, you know, not only idolizing these celebrities, but also idolizing movies, idolizing um, what we see on TV and really taking that as truth instead of critically thinking and saying, hey, there might be something more going on here. Now we Can't forget that there were also UFO sightings over Hawaii as well. And so we've got all this idea of this um UFO sightings, you know, China shot this green laser back in January over Hawaii and all this stuff. Um, and so it's really quite quite sinister of these people if this is in fact something that they decided to do um directly to hit this this area in Maui. And so I want to wrap this up with some hope. Um, I hope this gave you guys some insight as to kind of what's going on, what I believe is going on. Um, but I want to wrap this up with hope. We can't allow the fear to settle in, you guys. When Here's the beauty of when um, disaster strikes. Think back to 9-11. Look at how communities and people came together. Look at how people shifted their lens of thinking and said, oh my gosh, like, We've got to change. We've got to love our families more. We've got to be prepared. We have to open our eyes to some of these things in a different way and appreciate life. I mean, there's always that aspect. Um, but we also have to look at it as, you know, God is giving us these little glimpses of what's to come. He's showing us through the evil actions of these people. If we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, this is these are like little warning calls, you know, little horns being blown. Wake up. Turn to me, turn away from this worldly system. And what does that look like? I mean, that looks like dusting your Bible off, you guys. Come on, at this point, we all know there's a difference between good and evil. And if there is evil, then there absolutely is good. And God is trying to get our attention. And in the end, God does win. But we have to occupy, we have to warn others, we have to be watchmen on the wall warning other people about what's going on in this world system and what we can do about it. And and my advice first and foremost is, like I said, dust your Bible off, start reading it. Read it for yourself. Ask God to open your eyes to the truth. And he will. He's looking for people that truly want to know him, truly want to believe in him. And he will protect you if you are walking and abiding with him. Now if you're not, you can't expect God's protection. You know, there is this this innate And even idea of supernatural protection on some level, God has not allowed his presence and his dominion to be withdrawn. He is still in control. We know that. But how long are we going to toy with playing around with our salvation with eternity? You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And so the idea here is get your spiritual house in order, number one. Number two, get your physical house in order. And what do I mean by that? I mean, have an action plan with your immediate family have an action plan with your neighbors even if you want to go that far just every time you go to the store grab a couple items grab a couple canned goods you know grab a couple of big bottles of water from home depot or some of the grocery stores and just have a couple extra things in your home you you can't go wrong if you do that you know have a first aid kit just basic things right um are really going to go a long way in the future so I want you guys to know that um, God is in control. He is with us, he is for us, and he will win in the end. But it is our responsibility to occupy and to warn others about the evils in this world, but also the hope, and the hope is in Christ. So I hope you guys learned a lot. Can't wait till you hear this next interview. Um, I have, you guys are not gonna wanna miss it. um, Top level mind control slave who is an overcomer. And so she's going to be a great interview that I'm going to have on next week. So I hope you guys are doing great. Have a great rest of the week and we will talk to you next time.